feet. Knocks off number one, Indiana. Brent Spillane continues to be the hottest thing in college baseball. The Illini win it over Ohio State, 28 to 21 at the Horseshoe in Columbus. Darren for the tie. He got it. Oh, he got it. 80, 80. From the audio room in Greg Hall, this is Oski Talk. My name is Anthony Pasquale with Patrick Catazone, and we've got a good system going for this podcast now. Yeah, now we have a home, which is a huge, huge improvement on our audio, because sometimes it was really bad, and other times it was really good. And this I feel is... like in some places it'd be both good and bad, so I didn't know what to do there. But now we've, we've got ourselves a little studio here. Yeah. Our iCard works until the end of the semester, so we'll have to figure out something come January. Yeah. But we're here now, and uh, and it feels like home. <laughs> it does. We're finally home. Ready to talk about this Minnesota matchup. Um, I was kind of waiting for this because I hyped up P.J. Fleck a lot last episode. I made sure I, I wanted to ask Reggie because I wanted a player opinion on P.J. Fleck because I feel like he's one of those guys who could go either way. Like, you either really like him or you really don't like him. Um, I always have really liked him. I saw a game. I saw him coach a game at Western Michigan. That was a lot of fun. They beat Toledo that night, and I got a free bobblehead. So, a boy. <laughs> that was mostly the reason why I went. I got a row the boat PJ Fleck bobblehead. <laughs> Isn't that dope? Um, it had the Bahamas Bowl trophy in the boat too. It's probably the, like one of my be- favorite best bobbleheads that I own not that I own a lot of them but it's pretty sick um anyways I asked Reggie that question just to see what he kind of thought because you know he's, he's an energetic guy there's a lot of bad rumors about him I don't know if you heard like that he lot like he doesn't lock people in but he like closes the lights off and like and like goes like hey do you want to sign on to Michigan and then if you don't he revokes the offer hmm. that's why I've heard that's a rumor I don't know if that's true but you know, he's just one of those guys who's, like, the recruiting guru and coaching guru because he's young. Yeah. And I've always kind of wanted him here, but he's at Minnesota, so. And that's who we're playing this week. Yep. So, <laughs> Illinois has their, you know, we're cut out for them. They're playing a team that's 4-0 and in Minnesota, and, like, Lovey Smith and Rod Smith and everybody else said, they're excited to play a team that's 4-0, and and that's mostly because they had a lot of success against this team last year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is going to be the revenge game for Minnesota. On the other hand, for us, it's the let's get back on track game um, at Minnesota. I honestly feel really good about this game. Minnesota goes 4-0 and and loses to Illinois is a storyline I could, like, see right now. Well, yeah, Minnesota really hasn't played that tough of opponents yet. I'm not trying to say Illinois is their hardest to face yet. Probably not. Maybe Purdue last week. I'm not really sure, but... Illinois matches up against this team really well. We said it on Monday that if you're talking about teams that Illinois matches up against well, you know, you talk about Michigan, you said Wisconsin, and Minnesota's at the top of that list, and they proved that by destroying them a year ago almost to the date, and this year they're going to have their chance to do do it more impressively on the road against a team that is currently undefeated. So I'm excited. Yeah, let's start with the offense. Tanner Morgan's a great quarterback, or a good enough quarterback, I should say. Uh, to be pretty good against Illinois. Uh, I believe he, he is pro style, but um, 
I'm pretty sure he can run as well. I've seen him scramble a couple times. Yeah, and I mean, he doesn't really have to run as much because their receiving core is phenomenal. Yeah, he was 21 for 22 with 396 uh, passing yards against Purdue. Four touchdowns. Yeah, that that's phenomenal. He's, no interceptions. <laughs> he's really looked good this year, and and it's mostly because of the pieces around him. Minnesota has looked very complete all year long. Um, their their wide receiving core is just phenomenal. Tyler right. Johnson is almost leading the Big Ten in receiving yards, and they have another receiver who has over 300 yards as well. So they spread the ball around, and they've got a lot of playmakers on that team. Yeah, I think the biggest guy on this team, though, has got to be uh, Rodney Smith. Um, <laughs> I feel like we I've seen him for so long playing the Big Ten. This is his sixth year. Um <laughs> He is just an electric running back. I feel like he's one of those guys. He's similar to Reggie, but in the fact that Reggie Corbin has hasn't had serious injury problems in his in his career, but Rodney Smith and could be in the NFL next year in my opinion. But he's not quite as good as Reggie Corbin, but he's Reggie Corby Corbin esque. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and I, honestly, same, it's, same body type. Yeah, and, and it's it. tough to compare, you know, Reggie to another player in the Big Ten running back-wise because he's proven it for a little bit longer and been better. But like you said, Rodney Rodney Smith is prone to have these big games, much like Reggie, and hopefully Illinois can figure it out and stop the run, which they've been pretty good at. They've been pretty good at stopping the run. Stopping the pass, however, has been the biggest issue. Right. I'm not too worried about the run game. Obviously, if, if Taron Morgan throws the ball over the place, we might lose this one. But, um, you know, I... I'm not that confident that the Minnesota defense is really going to be good against us. Um, I've watched them play two games, and both games I was like, Minnesota shouldn't have won this game. They got lucky, um, yeah. which is always good because Nebraska shouldn't win the last game, and they beat us somehow. Um, so, uh, And neither should Eastern Michigan. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm confident that our offense could tear up this defense a little bit. Um, I'd be worried about Brandon Peters. A little bit because I think they're gonna they're gonna rush the passer a lot in this game. Yeah, they will. But I'm I'm gonna ask you a question just really quick. Do you think Illinois? I know the answer, so it's, it's just putting you on the spot here a little bit. Yeah. Do you think Illinois or Minnesota averages more points a game offensively? Uh, offensively, let's see. We put up thirty four, thirty eight, thirty. I know Minnesota put thirty eight, twenty one. Or they put up 24 to beat San Diego State, I think. Um, I'm going to go with Minnesota, actually. Illinois. Okay. Illinois has put up more than 30 in every game. They've gone 42, 31, 31, 38. And Minnesota... So we're averaging almost 36, and it's only by a point, but we're... And Minnesota's averaging almost 35. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, our offense is good. All right. And, and that's what I'm Just saying. Our, our defense offense is absolute compete. crap. Yeah, our defense has really struggled against the two real tests they've faced, Nebraska and Eastern Michigan, essentially quarterbacks that can throw the ball efficiently. We've given up 34 and 42 points back-to-back. Not where we should be with a defensive-minded head coach that got hired and took over the defensive coordinator position to make the defense better. Right. So, I mean, (laughs) that is what it is. I mean... If our defense can't hold up, like we'll lose the game. Uh, score prediction for this one? Um, I I'm gonna go strictly based on the averages. 
Illinois averages 35 points a game. I'm going to have them scoring 35 points. Um, and I think, I think they'll win. I'm going to say they win 35 to 34. A thriller. A thriller? All right. Um, I also think we're going to win this one. Um, Sorry for the, the blind optimism here. Yeah, I keep on I keep on coming back every week that we were going to win. Last week I was close. I said 42. Um, what did I say? I said 41-38. Yeah, and it was 42-38. And, and I got the, just just the wrong, wrong team. teams. So I was close last week. So I'm going to be close again. Uh, I'm going to say 38-35. Alana win yeah. by three. We, Is that what you had? I have 35-34. So we both have them in the 30s again. We both have them giving up in the 30s again, Mm -hmm. which I think is a pretty good bet. The spread right now is giving Illinois 14 points. I think that's very generous. They're giving four. That's impossible. Yeah, Minnesota is a 14-point favorite. Oh, oh, Minnesota is a 14-point favorite. Yeah, so so like if you look at Illinois score at 14. (laughs) That's my bad. Yeah, I would take take Illinois. Yeah, I would too. I think you you have to. Illinois has been... Better than that. Yeah, and they've kept their games close. They were three points away from a better team in Nebraska. Yeah, Yeah. they've kept their games close. They've just struggled to finish them. And, you know, we talked to to Hanson and Wole about finishing the game and, and even Reggie about keeping the foot on the gas. They're going to have to play a complete game this week. Yeah. That, that has to be what it is. Yeah. So uh, we both have wins. We'll see. I hope they win. It's nice because I always like games that are away because I could just sit back and relax. Be I know you have to write. Yeah, and I get, to, I get to be a fan, so that's fun. Uh, you could cheer too. So that's nice. Yeah, no cheering in the press box, but I can cheer in my dorm room. Yep. Um, <laughs> Evan Scholarhouse is rocking on yeah. game day. Um, on that note, let's talk a little bit about Lana Basketball Media Media day was today. And that's exciting. Um, Basketball yeah. is exciting. We're excited. Yeah. Um, and to, it'll come, the show will come out tomorrow. Obviously, today's Wednesday recording. Um, but Underwood says, I love, this is a great quote. I think we have a different swagger. And they do. And they should. They're confident that they can. I mean, one of the coolest They're going to pull in Illinois this season, though. That's the thing. That's no, what I hate no, about it. I don't think they are. I because really don't think they are. The last time the last time we were this hyped was Brandon Paul's senior year. And I remember that season was, like, really great to start off. And then we just started crapping the bed in the Big Ten play. And then we came back and beat Indiana in that game. <laughs> and then, then we started picking up again. And then we went to the uh, okay. tournament. I like to view everything... Like, I always bring it back to the Cubs because that's my, the team I'm a fan of. And, you know, Illinois has all these sports stigmas that they're not good and they have these droughts and things like that. But I think what made the Cubs 2016 so great is they were so young that they were naive to the pressure of, like, the legacies that the Cubs had. So I think because we're led by Io and we're led by Georgie and these guys that are, these guys are young – that they're just playing basketball. You know, there's not as much pressure that we have to win. Illinois hasn't won in forever. I think they're just going to go out there and play basketball. And when they did that last year, they won games. Yeah. um, My next question for you was, what is the player you're most hyped about? Because at Media Day, it was Trent, Io, and Georgie, which are, I mean, Trent is swagger. Um, He's really a lot of swagger on the court. That's just a fact. And at line. Um, uh, <laughs> Io Io is is the man. He's the NBA prospect, and Georgie is the the love of the university. Everyone loves Georgie. Um, 
but the guy I'm most excited to see, I have two answers. Yeah. The, the guy I'm most hyped about watching is Io. I right. want to see him continue to grow, potentially become a lottery pick. I think that'd be an awesome story, and I think that'd be good for recruiting, all of that. Nothing would be bad about Io having a good season. But the one that I'm really interested in watching is Kofi Cockburn because all last year, you know, whatever lineup we put out there, we just seem to always be lacking on the height, on the rebound side of it. The The guard plays outstanding, you know. Mm-hmm. Io Trent throwing Feliz up there. That's outstanding. What we were lacking is a big guy that can control the paint when Georgie needed a break or was in foul trouble. And, and Kofi Cockburn's a few inches taller than Georgie. He's got more meat on his bones, and he's a little bit more polished. Mix that with Georgie plus Io and Trent. That team is scary if they can stay out of foul trouble. I, and I really believe that. Yeah, there's a lot of things going for this team. Uh, man, I, I'm excited for Kofi. I've seen him on campus. He's, he's a big dude. He's massive. He's massive. Um, I'm, he's, he's a center, so I just feel like I don't know if he's going to be ready to go right away. I'll be honest. He's 6'10". Yeah, like, we're like, oh, he's big. But I honestly think he's going to struggle a little bit. He's 290 pounds. Like, he's going to struggle getting up the court, in my opinion, in the Big Ten. Maybe. So I, I, I think, see that I argument. Think that, but that's why you start with the non-Big Ten games. Right, which is good. That's why you play the Hawaii's and the Florida Atlantic's and teams like that. Yeah. The guy, the player I am most excited to see is Io. Um How can like, it not be? It can't be. Because, like, this is, like, the season. You know what I mean? Like, this is... The, exactly. the excitement is building exactly. up to, like, almost 2005 season excitement. Like, we have the guy this year who was the, the big prospect we landed, and now he's going to be in the NBA, but he's got one more year in college. We've got the, everyone the guy everyone loves in Georgie. Like, and, and we're a big team, too. Like, we're tall, which Illinois seems like we never have. We We've never had guards. height. We're always small with guards, and now we and, have athletic guards and tall um Tall bigs. I I think it's a perfect match. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, the thing I'm most excited about this year is that this year is going to be really good, but next year and the year after that, if we land, think if we land Adam Miller, which I I think is a good chance, and mostly if if we're in the yeah. playoffs this year and go decently far in the tournament, excuse me. Um, when we land Adam Miller and then it starts over again, right? Adam Miller, I think, is the same hype that Io was. Yeah, I mean, if all goes well this year, which we're saying it will, it puts Illinois back on the map. Right. and then Which just, is exactly what you want out of this year. Plus, right. you, want, you want to get to the dance. You want to because you don't want another senior class to not have a bowl right. or a March Madness trip. And hate to say it, but the bowl doesn't look too great right now. March Madness has a lot better chances. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, like, here's, here's where, like, it all comes full circle, too. Look at the 2018 class was just, it was good. There's players on this on, that we haven't been able to land in years. Like, the excitement for basketball is back. Tavion Jones is going to be with us for a little while. Tav's going to be good this year. Um, Alan Griffin had a great uh, Italian tour. And, yeah, he's I mean, athletic. He's he gonna, is. He's going to fit on this team. You know, he's, he was a three-star out of, like, high school, but he was, like, a, a high three-star that we liked a lot. Like, we don't typically get those players. Um, Samba's not with the same more, but then we had Georgie, too. Like, Georgie and, and, and Feliz, too. I mean, Feliz is going to have a big I, impact this I year. I think Georgie might regress a bit, but what he means to the clubhouse and the fans – 
will only grow. If he scores 12 points a game, he's good. Yeah. Do you think he'll score? Because he was, he was at 14 last year. I, I'm expecting a little bit of regression, but I'm also expecting good. them to put the ball in Io's hands a little bit more. Yeah. So I think he'll up his from, I think, what was it, 14.7 or 15? Yeah. I think he'll up that to maybe 16 or 17, Io will. Um, I think Trent will have a better year than last year. He had a kind of rough year last year. And then I think Georgie might regress a little bit offensively, but still improve defensively, which is which is fine. I agree. I It's just like... What's awesome about this year and why I'm, like, now excited is that I think, like, now we are at the point where um, – oh, no, he was at 12 points a game last year. I feel like 11, 11, a, 11 a game is good because now you have Kofi. Kofi's going to take the ball out of right. Georgie's hands a little yeah. bit. 11 a game is good. Just stay in the double digits, and I think Georgie's good. Um, but back to my point, um, it's just, like, we're back. Like, I feel like if we win this year, we're back. Like, we can be in it next year, totally. too. Totally. Totally. Like, it's a, it can be a consistent thing now. Like, we have a good coach who can recruit and likes his guys. So mm-hmm. Join the fight. And, and too, on top of it, because I know um, Underwood wasn't too thrilled about uh, um, what happened recently with um, Jamal Walker where he had to demote him, right? Yeah. He wasn't thrilled about that, but, I mean... I like that he's fighting for his guy. I like, do. Too. I like Underwood I a too. lot. I, Underwood gets a lot of heat for being an aggressive coach and yelling at players, but you I, have to. You have to. Look at Izzo. Izzo's been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, before we wrap up, I'm yeah. gonna ask you one more thing. All right. It was it was a topic that you know Underwood and a lot of the Big Ten coaches were asked about the whole college athletes getting paid for their image and likeness. Where where do you stand? Um, I actually like, I think it's a great idea for their likeness. They shouldn't be able to hire an agent. All advertisements should go through the university. So therefore they could be monitored. So like a couple things that the university will say no to will be like gambling and stuff like that. They're like, mm-hmm. you can't do that. So it'll be monitored through the NCAA through that. But I feel like they can do, they should be able to make money off their likeness. Um, but shouldn't be paid by yeah i agree it shouldn't be contractually at all i don't think but i mean i wrote a paper on this last year i talked to trent about it and he was like i mean i see my face on billboards around illinois and i don't see a cent from that that's something that he should get paid for yeah maybe i don't know it's a slippery slope because then it's the big the big brands will get the bigger recruits yeah and then the bigger the alabamas and the clubs will get even better yeah exactly so So maybe it's hard i definitely think that they should be compensated in some way for everything they do for the university, entertainment-wise and revenue-wise. Um, but like you said, it's a slippery slope, tough to navigate. I'm glad I'm not the one making the decision about it. Yeah. On that note, let's wrap up Oski Talk. This, is, this has been Oski Talk Episode 70. For Anthony Pasquale, I'm Patrick Kazon. Thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in every Monday and Thursday. Sorry about that last episode. We just want to get a couple of interviews in. Um, which I thought were all good. So thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in. Go Illini.